We are walking unguided but together as long-standing and new friends of the teachings articulated by Jiddu Krishnamurti, discovering meaning in perhaps the greatest book of all, the book of oneself. Through our Heart of Hearts podcast, we facilitate this by sharing first-hand observations and impressions of living in the world today. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, where we also share timeless pieces from Krishnaji's life work, around which we have earnest discussions about self-understanding and society, and see whether perhaps truth and beauty really abide in one's heart of hearts. In this fourth episode, we talk about the coronavirus pandemic and how one is relating to it. Shall we talk about the current pandemic that's happening all over the world? Let's go a few minutes into into this if we can. It's been many months now that most if not all of us are locked in to our homes. Barely could get out, get out of the house over the past period. Many people have been suffering even more than usual. Losing their jobs, becoming poorer. A lot of countries are becoming much poorer than before as a result of this outbreak and the consequences this virus had socially, economically. Not to mention, of course, and very sadly, the sad death of many people all over the world. Many others are still sick till this moment. And one can't help but listen to others' opinion about it, about this pandemic or listen to the news, what's being said on the news. And I wonder what, um, what we think, what we make of this whole thing. Listening to the news, one can see the various countries blaming each other, blaming one another for how this outbreak started. So many conspiracy theories are going around and not only on the news, but between people. One hears people's explanations 
about this outbreak and it's really very interesting almost as if one knew for sure what is really going on speaks with certainty that how this outbreak came to be started why it has happened and why at this present time in history so on and so forth it's really interesting the amount of certainty that people are speaking about this virus and the real tragedy one feels is how one or how people continue to live in complete disorder even after such an incident or an event a of this caliber of this size of this immensity happened obviously people are still going about their days as normal little bit disrupted little bit tweaked to accommodate for the various change that has come along with this virus change to lifestyle change to work con- working conditions so on and so forth besides the very superficial changes that are taking place one really feels that the same circus continues to go along with many of us except for mere superficial changes working from home rather than going to the office commuting less working out in one's house or near one's house rather than going to the fitness center working more online etc which are really merely superficial changes are these are they not however one continues to lead the same chaos one continues to eat the same way continues to be competitive acquisitive very materialistic continues to lead a boring shallow life continues in one's judgmental ways biased ways 
racist ways, as we can see from recent events. And so, clearly, this major event that's happening that has taken made a big mark in history perhaps alongside other major events that have happened and caused great consequence on this earth man is still unshaken fundamentally man remains unshaken unchanged except very superficially May we go into this for a few minutes today, if we may. What is this pandemic really about? Not suspiciously, or from a conspiracy theory, or from any theory really. May we approach this topic not through idea at all and therefore not allow any theory to take root and to guide one's life and outlook. Is it really possible to approach this event or anything else really without idea. I wonder if we've ever raised such question. And if we have, what have we found out? Have we found out whether it's possible or not? Or have we raised this question merely intellectually? for entertainment as a change or a, an excitement, an intellectual excitement from one's boring automatic daily tasks. One feels it is absolutely possible to approach matters without idea. In fact, that it is possible to be free completely from all idea, regardless of the object. whether an event as this, whether anything else really. And this requires a most earnest attitude, a very sincere attention deep within, which can only happen apparently when one puts aside everything, every single guide, every single authority, 
aside, which is a very difficult thing apparently to do. Because clearly one continues to live with authority. Either the authority of the other or the authority within. One continues to seek authority in various parts of one's life. Life, sorry. One fe- so one feels it is possible to be completely, totally free from idea. Which does not mean one will not have idea. But that idea will have its right place. That thought will have its right place. Not through control. Not consciously say that I will have idea now and I will stop idea now, etc. Not consciously. Not through control. Because that is still within thought, is it not? Which means one is merely playing around. One is merely running in circles, wasting time as one has been doing for so long. We've went into this a little bit. Won't go into detail probably for the time being. So it is free, totally, totally free. It is possible, totally possible to be free from idea and thought. and use them when necessary to do certain tasks logistically to go from one point to the other to build a anything really at this world requires thought to study a subject to play an instrument to learn a skill, all require thought, processing of knowledge, information. And perhaps this is fairly easy to see, but where it becomes really confusing is in the psychological realm. Is where we continue to apply thought compulsively. We continue to apply thought compulsively to become something, to go somewhere psychologically. This whole becoming is merely obviously a compulsive activity of thought, is it not? So, 
can one really inquire into anything including an event as this this pandemic that's happening continues to happen can one inquire into it freely without thought which means inquiring without memory without the past without anything that has been said or experienced before without experience can experience be put aside completely when inquiring or one inevitably builds on experience uncontrollably taps into one's past experience is it so? because one feels experience is limited is very limited and so can be limited must be limited and it is only when experience is limited that there is freedom to inquire into anything really so can we put an end to experience put an end to the past to memory not consciously not with control Now, where does one start about this? Where does one start? Where does one begin? One really doesn't know. Let's find out where to begin. Because unless we... are free to look then whatever it is we are looking at is distorted is confused is unclear so it is pointless really to talk about this pandemic and go into these various circles and opinions and ideas and conspiracies without first being free to look it's pointless really so one must first be free to look
Now, how does one be free to look? How can there be that freedom to look? Does one start with freedom? Let's go a little bit slowly. One is living as as one is stuck in idea worshipping idea blind to the significance of idea in one's life totally blind one thinks that one is in control of one's mind of the various ideas and thoughts that come and go during the day or one tries to learn techniques how to control the mind but one as one is today at the end of it all one is really blind to the significance and then someone comes along and says there must be freedom to look And so one says, this is rather interesting. This is different than what I, than, different than how I'm leading my life. Let me try it. Let me inquire into it. Now, let's go slowly here. Is this is this inquiry at all? Or is this merely child's play? Merely a form of entertainment? A form of entertaining oneself with another idea? With another idea that has been given by, by another? So someone comes along and says, one must be free to look. And the other says, let me do that. Let me adopt that. I will inquire into it. But that is not inquiry at all. Because one is not starting where one is. One is merely starting with idea. And it's pointless, really. It's an utter waste of time. So it seems that freedom is not the starting point. In fact, any idea or ideal is no starting point. It's never a starting point. So one must really forget what has been said about freedom, about this whole thing. One must, this is what doubt means. This is what it is, it means to doubt. That I don't know really whether there must be freedom to look, whether it's possible for freedom to look. I really don't know. And not only that, 
I don't know, or rather, not that I will, not that I say that I really don't know, but let me find out. No, that is still a f the same form of entertainment. That is still jumping to idea. Whereas one must say, I shall totally forget about this. This idea of freedom has no significance in my life whatsoever. Therefore, I shall not inquire into it because it really has no significance whatsoever. But rather, I shall inquire into my own life, into my own ways. I must do that. That is the only thing that I can do, that one can do really, is to observe oneself, one's own ways in relationship, in daily life. Very seriously, not as a child would inquire and observe. One minute playing with a toy, the other minute throwing it away and playing with another. This is not observation, nor inquiry. So one must really only be concerned with one's life. Wherever one may be, however one's tendencies are, sentiments are, emotions are, that's where one must start. If one is angry, then it is anger. If one is fearful, then it is fear. This is what must be regarded, given heed to, and nothing else. Can one do that? Because really one feels this is of utmost importance. And we may already be missing this point in one's life. Isn't that so? Because apparently this requires a very sensitive mind. A mind that is very, very alert. that is watchful of every single thing that's happening. Every single word that is being said and that is that one is listening to. 
not accepting nor rejecting but watching as if watching a cloud passing by one feels this is extremely difficult to do because if one is able to do this and merely this nothing else then this in itself is this in itself is beauty one will not say more about this for the time being about what 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 this is really except to say that one must really only be concerned with this and not pay heed to anything else please see the importance of this please do this please do this in daily life don't listen to anybody this is easier said than done this is very very difficult thing to do so please when one is living not merely listening to this talk or any talk it's important that one does that it's important to notice how one is nationalistic till this day and age one is still very nationalistic one is still identifying with various images one still believes not merely in religion not merely in god but believes in anything and believes anything or is selective in what one believes but there is still belief till this day and age notice belief not only with regards religion and god but notice it in the very small ways not only in the big ways notice how belief permeates one's life in the smallest of ways in the way one eats see belief there see what belief is from the small things learn really learn not not process information regarding belief but learn what belief is from the smallest things in one's life notice what it means to believe notice how it affects one's life look at the small things start there look at how one eats and why one eats the way one eats isn't it because of what one has been told isn't it because of what one has been educated isn't there narrow sightedness there because if there is if one is not narrow sighted with regards to how one eats then one would really look beyond considers the significance 
of food. The significance of food on the organism, on one's organism. The significance of food on the entire world, on animals. If one is not concerned with belief or one is not always in belief, one would simply look and see the whole significance of food. And so one is able to see for oneself the various different things involved in food, how it affects, how what one eats affects one's body, one's organism. This beautiful this beautiful organism that is put together in so intricately. One would see the, the, the effect of food on this system, on this organism. One would see the effect of food on the planet. One would see how we have turned the planet into our food and completely disregarded what is being done with the planet to get that food in front of us. One has made animals into food vast animal farm, animal agriculture, they call it. We are raising millions and millions of animals, dedicating millions of land, of hectares of land, using so much resources, putting them in terrible conditions, torturing them, butchering them at the end, so that one can enjoy a, and indulge in a nice piece of steak by the beach. This is belief, is it not? This is a form of belief. This is belief affecting one's life in the smallest ways, which are really the important ways. So, can one really inquire freely, without idea, 
without belief, without the past, without experience, without one's own experience that one has collected over the years. One feels it is absolutely so, that it is possible. So one must really only pay heed to one's life and to where one is. Not consider at all any idea, no matter how appealing it may sound. Not consider anything really beyond where one is. And only with that serious expedition, only with such serious expedition, moment to moment, can there be freedom from everything, that total freedom from the ways of the mind. Apparently, this pandemic has started, there are various reports, obviously, scientific reports about why this pandemic has started and how it has started. And apparently, not to go into real details, but apparently this virus, obviously and very basically, comes from animals. This virus has moved from animals to humans. And apparently, it is the human, it is, it is man who is to blame. It is man who is changing the natural environment of animals tapping into their habitat destroying their habitat for personal gains for industry and so man is destroying the habitat of animals And this is changing great many things for the animals. Not to mention the contact that, that is happening between animal and human in the wild. And so there is this transfer of virus and also man is to blame because of animal agriculture <clears throat> they call it agricultural intensification it's really simple it's not complicated at all really all one has to do is look at how man is 
raising animals for food the intensity with which it is happening to feed a growing population that is relying more and more on meat and animal products and so this earth is turning into one big farm and so through food viruses are transferred from animal to human through air viruses are transferred from animal to human because of the destruction of habitat and the coming into contact with animals in the wild man is to blame really But one continues with one's ways, with how one eats, continues being competitive, materialistic, not give any regard whatsoever to this place that we live in, earth, continue not giving regard to animals, except for the animal in our house that we pet around that we bring as a entertainment for us for our children sir it seems really a tragic waste of time to be concerned with superficial change superficial changes and be concerned with oneself only and how this event is affecting one's life only this one's particular life it's really a waste of time not to pay attention to what's really happening and what's really causing such events, such major events, which is not only today in this coronavirus, but so many viruses have hit us throughout the century and, and before even. And notice how it's always either from food or from habitat the destruction of habitat notice if you can how we are destroying not only animal habitat with regards to this virus but how we are destroying forests and oceans ecosystems altogether are being wiped out species that have taken millions of years to evolve are being wiped out, wiped out in a very short period of time all for industry all for convenience and for one to continue living in one's ways but it's a total waste of time one feels to talk about all this really 
because one feels it is not about a lack of information. It is not information that is missing in this world. It is not a lack of information with regards to how the planet is decaying, how the oceans are warming up or the ozone is warming up. There is no shortage of information there. Is there? There is no shortage of information on how one is dying, how the organism is dying through eating animals. There are various cardiovascular diseases, autoimmune, so on. There is no shortage of information there really. So it is pointless to talk about all this, I'm afraid. Because it has been talked about plenty of times. The information is there, but nobody is looking at it. And so the starting point really is oneself. is this total freedom within <clears throat> and so without and unless this freedom happens totally not leave a shadow of memory a shadow of experience can there be a looking a fresh looking into this pandemic or anything else really.